You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. My name is Father Tim Smith. We're broadcasting this morning from Holy Cross Parish in Ipswich, South Dakota. We're also celebrating the glory of God and Catholic life and the work of holiness. God is continuing to transform the lives of the faithful, and they too are called to be saints. And of course, today I'm joined by so many great uh, members in this morning's Real Presence uh, Listening Hour. Uh, grateful to have in studio this morning with me, uh, Mr. David Vetch. David is from the Aberdeen Catholic Foundation of Eastern South Dakota, and we work together uh, in our region to facilitate and connect members of the church with ministries and parishes and how they can continue to support them. Uh, Dave, thanks for being with us this morning on Real Presence Live. So much fun. Thank you for having me. And uh, today we want to talk to all our listeners about you know, this call to stewardship, um, right. to uh, share with the church our time, our talent, our treasure, the blessings God has bestowed upon us. Um, and the more that we are able to live as members in the mystical body of Christ, the church, and to participate through the sharing, uh, proper stewardship of the gifts that God has given us, the more fully alive, as Bishop was just sharing, we can feel in our experience of, of living our faith each and every day. So um, just want to say, uh, what do you do for the life of the church here in our, in our Real Presence Radio listening area? We're, we're broadcasting from our Aberdeen Ipswich signal of Real Presence Radio, and so you serve this listening area um, in the life of the church. What kind of work are you involved in with the Aberdeen Catholic Foundation? Well, I wanted to say, following Bishop Donald DeGroote's comments uh, about stewardship and in the humanness of wanting to control kind of God's gifts in front of us, worried about retirement, worried about nursing home, worried about, and we have so much anxiety and stress in our life that in many cases takes our eye off of recognizing the many gifts that God puts in front of us every day, all the many blessings. And, and, and then that in turn can stifle our living in gratitude. Sure. And, and really that's the work that I get to do in uh, in supporting and in helping build the pastoral gifts that you and our various priests and our parishes serve throughout our communities is just asking folks to really be intentional. And in most cases, that means slowing down. Uh, that means being intentional and maybe slowing down and recognizing the many gifts every day that the good Lord puts in front of us and encouraging the gift of prayer, falling deeper in love with Christ and uh, encouraging folks to action. Uh, sharing those many talents, whatever they might be. You sure. know, my dream job someday is to get on the lawnmower and drive around my parish cemetery and just remember those that brought us here. And, and that's just one thing that, that's just been on my heart for years and, and one of those things I look forward to being able to do. Uh, and, and then another is, of course, looking at the gifts, maybe that detachment with what the good Lord has put, put in front of us, the sustenance, uh, uh, the dollars and our work and our skills and our leadership skills that different folks might have. But 
but reminding folks that the good Lord gave us those gifts for a reason. Yeah. And it's recognizing that the good Lord gives us those gifts and gives us in abundance and blesses those gifts. And in return, that's what makes our domestic church, our, our holy families and our parishes what they are. And, and so my job is basically to roam around the countryside and help folks just grow deeper in love with Christ by encouraging and reminding folks to continue to share those gifts and bring some expertise along the way maybe with with uh, certain areas of those aspects and that's it's an important reminder for us that at the end of every celebration of mass uh, the priest will say go in peace glorify the lord by your life or or go go in peace or uh, go and announce the gospel of the lord the the key word in that is go if you are in your Catholic life and you're listening right now to Catholic radio, I want to I want you to ask yourself. There, we we have so many amazing people, even in our our own listening area right here in in our in our diocese, uh, Dave. I can think of some amazing members of the church, men and women, people of different ages. Some of them, they're empty nesters. Their kids are done, and they make an amazing gift of themselves. And they really live out the two-letter word, go. Uh, Whether it's in a ministry to serving the poor, um, to helping out in their parish, whether it's cleaning gutters or mowing the lawn of the cemetery like you mentioned, or also working together with the finance council or the parish council or, or seeing a need and filling that need, even if people in their parish don't even know about it, including maybe even the pastor doesn't know that you're the person that does this little tiny thing, but it enhances the life of your parish or your Catholic community or maybe your Catholic school. These are the things of stewardship that we want to highlight, we want to encourage. And of course, some of the big part of the work of the church is long-term planning. We all have uh, needs and goals, initiatives. You mentioned uh, end-of-life care, uh, senior living, uh, legacy planning for ourselves and our families, but also in gratitude to the church, which gives us not only a place to celebrate and honor and to receive the sacraments of the Lord's grace in the church, but also prepares us for our eternal home, our destiny to be with God. So, you know, stewardship takes on these real different looks, uh, just depending on your perspective. You know, uh, you mentioned several different ways of that stewardship, whether it's that time, that talent, that treasure. Right. Uh, you know, what you know? What's an obvious way to see stewardship in, in giving to the Lord, giving to the church? I, I think in the visits that folks have allowed me into the, those those prayerful, being at somebody's kitchen table or meeting at the parish hall or uh, being at a Knights of Columbus uh, uh, breakfast mm-hmm. and just hearing where folks' hopes and dreams are, and yet some of their concerns, some of their questions about how do we do this, how do we do that. Uh, part of it is is just asking the good Lord and listening. Hey, what's that next step in our in, in my faith life and, and to be a good steward? Not to be a part-time steward, mm. but really to be engaged and be a full-time steward. And, and it's interesting. Your comments reminded me of a of a scenario of a of an elderly couple retired and so on. Well, we've been there, we've done those things, mm-hmm. and then reminding those folks, you know, the good Lord has a next step. I think in our culture here today, we kind of we have this aptitude for putting folks out to pasture. Mm-hmm. If that's a, and that and that that can box folks in to think that they don't have gifts to give at this point in time. 
And they're right. Physically, maybe somebody who is elderly and their health is changing may not physically be able to do what they used to do. But they might become the prayer warriors they, they never had time to do in chasing kids and, and fragmented with their days of rushing and raising those immediate uh, children's needs and so forth. So it's recognizing not only the gifts that God has given them maybe in the past, but recognizing what the good Lord is nudging them towards in the future. And that can take on many different views. It's, it's asking folks to become the prayer warriors um, in their own families and for their own parish life. And, it's, and asking them to be creative and, and asking them to band together as families, as small units within their parishes. Uh, it can be in making folks aware of the different needs, not only at the parish, parish cemeteries, parish walls, but also throughout the community with homebound, uh, uh, um, homebound parishioners or those in need or what your civic community might need that we as a collective Catholic parish can step up and not look for the recognition, just be the hands and feet of the good Lord. You know, what would Jesus do in those scenarios? And we band together because together that work can be, that yoke can be so much lighter when we're all pulling together. And and those, of course, always tie into the financial needs because there are expertise and there are projects that just need uh, 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 those professionals and those experts to be able to carry out the work. And uh, being able to finance and to be able to build those legacy gifts, knowing that we have the fortitude, no matter what this world does to our faith and to the structure of our churches, that we give folks the opportunity and create the awareness around how they too can take part with all of the gifts that God's given them. And quite frankly, it allows for detachment. It allows us to be able to say, I trust in you, Lord, that the more I give, you've never let me down. You've always given me so much in return. No matter what are those three aspects uh, that folks are, are facing at their stage of life. You know, and Jesus clearly taught about these things as well. Um, we hear about uh, the parable of the man who uh, stored up for himself all these barns right. with all this grain, and, and the Lord demanded his life of him that very night. You know, what, what use was it uh, saving those things up uh, to know that God had a plan for him to be with him in eternal life in heaven? And, and Jesus' other parable about, you know, why, what good is it for to store up treasure for yourself on earth, which moss will eat and wear away? Rather, store up for yourself treasure in the kingdom of heaven. And it is important for us to do that family planning, that, that legacy planning for the people on earth that will leave here, our descendants, but also keep in mind our, our brothers and sisters in the body of Christ of the church. And so there are so many creative ways people can look at ways of supporting stewardship, time, talent, civic, uh, parish engagement, but also financial giving, and that's, that's right. a key part of the work you do at the Aberdeen it's a key Catholic part. Foundation. It's part of the expertise that, that I bring to that ministry work in tag team with your parish staff of encouraging folks into faith education, encouraging folks into the virtues of bearing the dead. I bring a ministry offering that offers a little specialty or a little niche to it in that I can help folks uh, manage and distribute, especially the financial gifts that the good Lord has put in front of them. Well, as a pastor of several parishes and broadcasting right here on Real Presence Radio and our, and our family, I, I want to speak for all our pastors, if I'm at liberty to do so, all throughout the upper Midwest. Um, I'm always so grateful for the generosity and the gift-giving of people. However, there are times where people will give a gift, and I wish before they passed away, I would have said, 
I wish I would have had an opportunity to speak to them. I could connect them to some regional resources so we could make that gift even a greater gift by how they collaborated and worked with the church. It's always grateful to receive gifts from members of the parish, but there are other ways that we can work together to really make those legacy gifts go further and farther to support the church. And we're going to dive into that more in our next segment. My guest this morning is David Vetch from the Aberdeen Catholic Foundation. Wherever you live, you can get in touch with someone who works with the church like Dave, who can help you in your legacy planning to support your parish, your Catholic school, your diocese, and the ministries that it supports. Stay tuned. We're going to dive into those subjects right here on Real Presence Live. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hello, my name is Father Timothy Lang from the Diocese of Duluth. I just want to say a few words to any young men who might be considering God's call to the priesthood. First is this, God made you. Second, he made you for a purpose. And third, don't be afraid. You'll be most joyful and happy doing his purpose for you. And so don't be afraid to ask God what he's calling you to do and to give him the first chance and to make a little bit of time of silence because in the silence of the heart is where God speaks. And so we pray this day that God might raise up more young men and women to vocations in the church, that he might help us all hear his call and lead us by the light of his truth. We ask this in Jesus' name. Hi, this is Tim Henderson from the Cathedral in Rapid City, South Dakota. This is Father Timothy Lang from the Diocese of Duluth. Thank you for listening and supporting the work of Real Presence Radio. If you are experiencing depression, anxiety, or suffering, especially from grieving, how can you find healing? I'm Father Chris Alar. While you should first seek professional help when needed, there is a roadmap that can help you to live your life again, and it is called the Spiritual Principles of Divine Mercy. First, come to admit that you are powerless over the loss of your loved one. Second, come to trust that Jesus can restore your life to manageability. And third, make the decision to entrust your will, your life, and your loved one to the loving care and protection of God. Join us and learn more about how to apply these healing principles in your life. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. My name is Father Tim Smith. I'm joined by David Vetch from the Aberdeen Catholic Foundation. We're talking about creative ways that we can live stewardship in the life of the church, and that includes also working together with our our pastors, with our bishops, uh, with different ministries in the church, to help support them and encourage them in planning for the future. And so, uh, Dave, you know, one of the ways that you really help members of the church, and no matter where our listeners are at, they can be in contact with someone like you who serves the church 
in supporting these stewardship opportunities. So I encourage you to reach out to your pastor and say, who's the person I can talk to to set up some long-term planning for my giving to the church so that the church can be a beneficiary of what I want to do to support you know, the missions and, and even the, the goals that we have in the life of a church. So what are some of those creative ways, Dave, that people can help support the church? Well, it, most people are very familiar with uh, leaving gifts that are considered what we call lump sum gifts. Sure. Uh, it, your uncle or your grandmother or grandfather pass away, and there's memorial gifts that get put together, into, a, and they walk into you as a pastor here at Holy Cross and, and say, you know, my grandpa or my uncle would have loved for the parish to receive this gift. And, and hopefully there's some direction. There's some prayerful intention involved with that gift. Uh, you know, particular part of the ministries of the parishes or whatnot, and they work in conjunction with you as the local pastor and figure out how to best utilize that gift to build the faith life in in that parish community. Uh, one of the concepts, and it's not new, but it's fairly new to many people. It's a, it's a concept that we that that I continue to draw light to is that of an endowment. Mm -hmm. And maybe you've heard of those words and people might have misgivings or, or misinformation or lack of awareness around that concept. But a lump sum gift uh, can be utilized by a parish or a ministry. And in many cases, our parishes or ministries, big projects, it can be used quite fast. But if that's the purpose of that gift, that's perfect. It's a perfect fit. Uh, but an endowment is a tool uh, an arrangement by which that, that, that legacy gift that you want to leave uh, is basically put into an account and it's not spent immediately. Mm -hmm. Every year there is a distribution from that particular account that is meant to go on for many, many, many years, maybe a specific period of time. In our case, what we utilize is a gift of perpetuity. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Mm -hmm. So your initial gift is not intended to be spent immediately or in the short time period. It's meant to be there uh, into perpetuity to help fund and finance that ministry, that parish, for many, many years to come. And some folks do a combination of both. They want part of their gift to be utilized now because they see an immediate need and have an immediate want. And some folks say, but take part of my gift and make that part of the, the financial security and the gift that I want to keep giving back to my parish or that ministry for years to come, that, that gift of perpetuity. Uh, so those are two basic areas that we want folks to be aware of. And then every conversation with folks is prayerfully led through the lens of the parishioner. Sure. Uh, and it's, and it's got to be within the scope of asking in the good Lord. If you're stirred up, if you don't find peace and joy with the plan or the actions that you're taking forth, then we need to slow down and back up and make certain the Holy Spirit is weighing in on those conversations. And your local diocesan representatives or your local foundation representatives, uh, it, it, it's donor-directed and it is Holy Spirit-driven. And that's where the peace and joy comes in. Sure. And that and that's and that's really the ministry work that especially locally here I've enjoyed in relationship with you and with our priests here in northern South Dakota. And in working with a representative like yourself, Dave, wherever our listeners may be, uh, that can also they can get assurances through the ways of giving, whether it's an endowment, um, whether it's other forms of estate planning that 
those funds can be directed to a particular ministry or a particular uh, part of the life of the church that has really enhanced their own relationship with God or has blessed their own family. And so uh, maybe that person is passionate about supporting social ministries to the poor or the homeless. Um, there are ways that donor-directed gifts can be given to particular outreaches and ministries in the diocese. Even within an own, our own parish, Dave, uh, I've received gifts and particular uh, parishioners at one time had been a sexton of the cemetery. So that's the person responsible for being a caretaker at the cemetery, doing the mowing, the weeding, um, and they and also taking care of the monuments. And that person said, I would like uh, this memorial gift in my estate to be directed towards the parish's cemetery and so that way it could be used in perpetuity, but also to enhance and bring about some improvements that I always wanted. And now after I'm gone in, in memorial of me and my family, I would like to continue that gift to care for the cemetery that I once mowed um, all those years. And also sometimes people will approach their pastor and, and you may want to start, our listeners may want to talk to their pastors and say, Father, you know, I was a CCD teacher here. I taught First Communion for 30 years. I would like to make a gift. Uh, I, I'm, I'm talking to someone about doing an endowment from our ro local diocese or from our local uh, Catholic foundation. I would like to set up a gift so that way all my CCD students um, can get a scholarship. And maybe that could be used for things to go to like a World Youth Day or, or maybe the parish. And I know some of our parishes do this. They go on a, on a parish trip to Rome, and of course the students will fundraise and work with their families, but there could be also some matching funds available from a parish endowment, so that way we can go to the Vatican News and, and visit our own uh, local contacts like Mr. Chris Wells, who was one of our guests earlier this morning. We can tour and we can shake the hands of the Holy Father ourselves. You know, these are real possibilities, but they all involve financial planning, they all involve collaboration and really having that conversation um, to be frank. You know, what, what are our goals? What are our initiatives here at our parish, at our diocese, in our ministry? And how do we want the glory of God to shine through through these gifts? And so I just want to say I thank you for your own generosity and your willingness to serve the church in this way. It's been a pleasure in working with our parish priests and those folks that are brought into conversation with myself. Uh, the faithfulness of our Catholic community continues to astound me. And I don't know why, but every time you turn the corner and I get to visit with somebody, uh, that faithfulness and, and wanting to share God's gifts and then allowing me to share their stories well, in anonymity, no doubt about it, sure. but to inspire the, the next generation and the next generation. Our, our church is building. And it is building uh, so well and so fast, you know, it's, it, it's of the Holy Spirit. So I'm excited about our future. Well, Dave, I'm excited for our future. Also, uh, just to, to highlight the fact that uh, your son, Max, is a seminarian for the Diocese of Rapid City, part of the Real Presence Radio family. And so That's right. we pray for your son. Not only do you live stewardship in your family and encourage and work in the church, but by the gift of your own son and his vocation to the priesthood of God willing, uh, we'll continue to pray for him this summer. We've been blessed. He's He's been open to the call to steward, to be a steward of prayer and to be that prayer warrior, that missionary discipleship. So many different ways of stewardship that exposes itself to us in our day-to-day -day life. 
Well, to all our listeners, if you've been excited or this has opened your imagination to providing support to the life of the church, I encourage you to uh, can reach out to the people in your area, talk to your pastor, they'll connect you with the people that can help you in this journey of stewardship. With that being said, we want to turn it to Therese up at our main studio uh, to get a preview of tomorrow's Real Presence Live. Therese, what's on tomorrow's show? Yeah, thanks, Father. So on the next Real Presence Live, that's from tomorrow from 9 to 11 a.m. Central, Mark Holcraft is your host coming to you live from the Fargo studio. studio. What is Catholic social teaching? Jim Kenyon from the Catholic Social Services of Rapid City will be with us to discuss this. And Father Jeff Epler from the Diocese of Fargo will talk about the Catholic understanding of solidarity. All that and much more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live. That's Thursday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Back to you, Father. Thank you, Therese. And of course, I would be remiss if our Executive Director, Mark Holcroft, did not have me take the opportunity to remind our listeners that you can also make a legacy gift to Real Presence Catholic Radio. And Dave, when you're setting up these endowments, people can choose multiple beneficiaries to be those, and Catholic Radio can be part of those as well. So Absolutely. Uh, nobody has a... It, it, our Catholics have a love for so many different ministries, and we're able to be creative to help folks match uh, what the good Lord is nudging them towards, no doubt. So I just want to encourage our listeners uh, to reach out in love and, and trust in the Lord. Dave, let's close with a prayer. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. Father in heaven, we give you thanks for the glory of all your gifts. Help us be faithful stewards, those who have entrusted you with our lives that you can also allow us to serve you in the life hereafter so that we can see you face to face for all eternity. We ask that you would bless all our listeners this day as they continue to seek your will and to live it each moment. We ask all this through Christ our Lord. Amen. And may Almighty God bless our listeners in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Thanks be to God. God bless you and have a great week, everybody. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence radio network.